Episode 62, the variables affecting the succession decision. Welcome to the Succession Secrets Podcast, where you can grow, groom, and graduate from your business in just seven minutes a day. And now, here is your host, Steve Prada. Welcome back, Succession Seekers. Good morning. I'm recording this episode from Charlotte, North Carolina, where I'm attending a Vistage conference. And today's episode is answering a question from Jason in Rockville, Maryland, who asked, what variables affecting are affecting the succession decision? And effectively, there are five variables that I found thinking this through. And the first one is, is there a trigger for the succession? And this is something uh, I discussed earlier. Uh, if there's no trigger, then why should there be a succession? So what do I need, mean by trigger? So one trigger could be that there is a more compelling opportunity for the leader uh, outside of the business. There's another business that they could run. There's a higher calling that they could tend to. Uh, there's a higher purpose. Maybe they want to uh, run a foundation, a nonprofit. They want to uh, retire to their family, whatever that may be. But if there's a more compelling reason, then obviously that's going to trigger the succession. The other thing that can trigger the succession is is if the leader cannot continue anymore. Uh, it may be because they are simply fired or because of ill health or because the business uh, is uh, is going bankrupt or or they are burnt out and they don't uh, they are not inspired anymore to run the business and to continue. So so there has to be a trigger. The second uh, idea is can the leader afford to exit at this point? Can he afford to retire? Does he has he saved up enough money to be able to not work in the future? Is there an alternative income opportunity for the leader? Or is the business sellable? Obviously, if it is, then the options are wide open. And I'm going to touch upon this uh, idea later. So the third cluster of ideas is, is the business ready to be transitioned? So... In order for the business to transition, there has to be a successor or multiple successors. Are they there? Are they uh, waiting in the wings? Are they ready to take over? The second question is that even if there are successors, can the business carry the cost of these people? Because often what happens is that the leader or the founder or the business owner, uh, they wear there are several hats. Uh, they may be the CEO. They may also be the CFO. They may also be the head of sales. They may, may be head of HR and the successors may not be able to take over all these functions. It may be multiple people that will be needed to replace the successor. There was uh, several years ago, there was a company, uh, it was a beverage company that we sold to a private equity group and the founder ran a very tight ship. And essentially he was wearing at least five or six hats. He was the CEO, he was the CFO, he was the sales, uh, the head of sales, he was uh, the head of HR, he was the head of production, he was the head of uh, uh, procurement. He was doing all those, all these things, and he was so well organized, and he had, uh, he had an army of, uh, I would call an army. I, he had a, a small group of very loyal, not highly not highly uh, educated or highly qualified people, but they were smart people. They were 
Uh, they had common sense and they were extremely loyal and they were extremely hardworking and they supported him. So he could delegate a lot of the technical uh, details, uh, the operative details, but he was making all the decisions in all these areas. And when we sold the business, the private equity group, they had to hire four or five people to replace him. And essentially the business halved its margin. So it was a high margin. It was basically, it was a commodity business. It was a manufacturing operation, but it had high margins because the leader ran such a tight ship and was taking all the decisions and he was very charismatic and he could, he could energize the whole organization himself. When he exited the business, the institutional owner had to replace him and had to hire a bunch of people. And there were a lot of people issues arising and a lot of cost. So can, can the business carry the successors? when the owner or the leader is gone. And the third question is, is the know-how of the business institutionalized? Is it documented? Is it in the head of the, the leader or do other people have the knowledge? Have, have, has the leader tra- uh, transferred the knowledge to, to his colleagues? When I exited my business, it was a big issue. We ha- I had to transition the knowledge. I was writing the newsletter. I was uh, making the sales for the business. Uh, I was uh, writing the contracts. Uh, I was uh, I masterminded the pitch presentations. All these things had to be transferred to my successors so that they can do it without me. And within a, a span of nine to twelve months, we managed to transfer essentially everything uh, to the uh, except for the newsletter. But the buyer actually had a great idea for the newsletter. They basically uh, split it up between the team members. So team members uh, could write uh, their own sections of the newsletter. So everything was transitioned to to the staff by the end of the uh, the sale of the business. The fourth idea is whether the business owner can secure his or her net worth. Because it's okay to sell the business, but if the business is not viable or if there is a huge risk that the business is not going to be run as well as the founder or the business owner was running it, and if the business owner is on the hook for uh, for payments, whether in the form of an earnout or in the form of a note that has to be paid off, or is it an, is it an ESAP sale where the uh, the company will have to be able to uh, generate the cash flows to pay off the owner, then then there's a big question mark: Is the business able to do that? Is the owner, the exiting leader, comfortable that? that those payments can be made without him or he has to be has to hang around for the period of the earnout payment or the note or the life of the note and make sure that uh, everything is going to be taken care of uh, maybe uh, the leader can do that as a non-executive chairperson and just uh, coach the the uh, the successors to make sure that they are doing the right things but ultimately someone will have to make decisions if things don't go well the leader may have to step in so is this really a transition or is it just kind of a trial transition? So that's that's a big uh, that's a big question mark. Obviously, if the business can be sold to a strategic buyer who doesn't need the services of the business owner and can and pays cash for the business, that's a perfect situation. Then the the exiting leader doesn't have to worry about the ability of the business to pay. And finally, does the business have the ability to innovate without the existing leader? Because in many cases, there are successors who take who can take over the operations, can take over running the technical part of the business, who can 
operate the business at its current state, but businesses don't live forever. The market changes, the competitors you know, put pressure on us, uh, on our business. The customers, there are disruptive ent- entrants into the market who will cut prices or offer a much better product. So just because the business works with a successor right now doesn't mean that it's viable in the long term. So it's critical for the businesses, for any business to innovate. And is the engine of innovation there in the business when this, when the founder, the owner, business owner, the leader leaves, or is it missing? And the, the good transitions are the ones where the engine of innovation is there. It may be the leader who, who came in, who has the ability, who has the entrepreneurial skills so that, to innovate in the business, or it is ingrained in the business like Apple. They have a great design team that, that can innovate without Steve Jobs. That's a great thing in the business if that's ingrained in the business. So that's my final question. Is the innovation ingrained in the business? So these are the variables affecting succession decisions. First, there is there a trigger? Second, can the leader afford to exist? Exit. Uh, exit. Third, is the business ready to be transitioned? And four, can the existing business owner secure his or her net worth? And finally, does the business have the ability to innovate without the existing leader? So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you tuning into the show. I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. And until then, then remember, your succession is success. Thank you for listening to the Succession Secrets Podcast. Make sure you check out SuccessionSecrets.com for archive podcasts and transcripts and IntrepCoaches.com. That's E-N-T-R-E-P Coaches.com to download your free copy of the Your Terms newsletter.